0: is another Duh.
1: Uh, 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 this team is different, bro! They're different!
0: <laughs> Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I'm Anthony Totry joined, as always, by Sean DePaz. Shane Diefenbach is out this evening. He's in the place that Bobby built. He's celebrating. He's B- The place that Bobby built, Las Vegas, Nevada. He's just getting the tournament ready. That's all he's doing. Yeah, he's, he's just getting
1: him. Vegas ready for mm-hmm. us. That's all he's doing. He's scouting other hotel rooms to make sure Excalibur is the top tier, <laughs> which we already know it is, but. Like, it is time
0: to meet us on Mill because for the 11th time this season, I don't even have enough fingers for that. ASU gets the dub. They absolutely destroy San Diego at DFA. 91 to 67. A lot to get into today between Frankie Collins, the rest of the starting five, the defense showing up again, and potentially this team being ranked going into this week. But yeah. Joe, well, Joe, is the biggest thing is that we are a bucket away. We were from the we double were. tequila shots. We were talking bucket. at half, Joe. We were talking at half about
1: how that would go down. Yeah, we were prepared. It was. I'm thankful. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's a Sunday. I'm not complaining that I don't have to do tequila shots, especially since they. They won, and we, let's let's be real. We need Shane in person for us yeah, to do a shot. a waste of an opportunity? Yeah,
0: hundred percent. Um, again, lots to get into. Just starting off though with the initial reaction tonight.
1: Man, this team is different. Like I said, <laughs> I mean, there was a point at you where I was, I was, I was, I turned around and was yelling at you basically when when DJ was diving on the floor, when, like when they were up twenty points, yeah, and they were hustling like they were down five. I like I tweeted like they, it was amazing you could just tell that this team is just there it's a lot of fun they have they're they're hella deep and you could tell when they start having fun because there was a point where they seemed like they were they were literally just playing with the, with san diego oh yeah it was it, some of the most fun i've had all year because it was just it was proof right they long break after a big win we weren't sure how they were going to respond to it they came out and they fucking bodied yeah san diego it was everything you could ask for everything yeah. you could ask for they shot well uh, I know we'll get into the numbers, but they shot well. They defended well like they always do. I think they they scored like tw- almost 20 points more, I think 15 points more than their their season, season average so far on offense. It was just, like we have said all year, when this team is clicking, they are a-clicking. And yeah. they were a-clicking tonight. It's scary.
0: It is real scary because it really was a tale of two halves yeah. for Arizona State tonight. And it wasn't, like normally when it's a tale of two halves, you're like, okay, there's a bad first half and a great second yeah. half, or vice versa. Lot it was The only the only thing for this game is it was just different, right? In the first half, you had Desmond Cambridge going nuts, yes. which is fine. We're used to ASU players, like, at least one having themselves a night, and then you look in the second half, Des, I believe, only had five points, and then for the remainder of it, everybody else just kind of piles on and starts scoring. Yeah. So, like like, to your point, when ASU was able to shoot this well... And when they're getting points from just about everybody on the roster, we'll get into the success of the starting five, like they are a terrifying team. And you look at after U of A, all of those other teams in the pack, right? You've got Washington.
1: You've got the Oregon's. Like you don't want to play this ASU team. No, you don't. And I think even if you're Arizona, you you would probably play just about any other team in the conference right now than ASU uh, other than outside in a vacuum, right? The rivals, you always want to play rival, right? But yeah, I mean, this is... They, there's. Uh, I mean, I know. I'm sure we'll talk about it more. But there's no reason they shouldn't have a number next to their name. Um, they're just, they're 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 playing different. Um, and they they're you could just see growth, man. Like it, yeah. it, it everything from they talked about it a little bit on the broadcast the fact that Bobby can trust Duke and Austin, who Austin was is turned turned into another solid performance and duke was not he didn't score but he was a guy that you you noticed him especially in the first half he was making plays is something i noticed about duke is that when he shoots free throws it almost looks like he expects to miss them (laughs) because he's always ready to rebound his shot i love it i'll take it it. the extra points the extra hustle exactly um this team is just is good is really good and these kinds of wins
0: add up right like you you've mentioned and we've talked about it at length through a bunch of different shows of how we needed this team to do what they did after that Michigan win, right? To get Bobby Hurley's team to just settle down, get back to neutral, and get ready for another game. Put the last big win against Creighton behind you. And that's exactly what they did. This is not a team that had any thought of the close win on Monday against Creighton. This is not a team that had any thought to the game on Wednesday or to the big game that they've got on New Year's Eve. This was a team that was simply focused on the task at hand, and that was San Diego. And then from start to finish, it really wasn't even a game. Let's get into the numbers of what we saw tonight. Obviously, the only one that matters is that final score, 91-67. to You look at the shooting percentages from the team. ASU shooting 47% from the field to San Diego's 40%. From behind the arc, ASU doing something they haven't done a whole lot this season and outperform their opponent from three. 47% there as well for ASU. That 37% for San Diego. Look at the glass. ASU wins that total as well, 43-38. to 38. And then the assist numbers, Sean, just stand yeah. out. 21 for the Sun Devils and 8 for San Diego. Yeah.
1: I mean, this is what good teams do. They dominate bad teams. And if you were kind of just watching the scores, it might have been a little concern early on about how close this game was. But especially in the first half, they were given the reserves. Jemai was getting a lot of mm-hmm. run. Duke, Austin, like the reserves for getting a lot of runs. So it it, it, it is kind of, it's whatever. But the, I mean, the number that sticks out, that has to stick out to you here is that assist column, 21 to 8. I believe that's their highest assist total. But regardless, that is one of their best. And that just, it goes into another thing that made this team so special tonight is the fact that everyone was getting touches and it wasn't like they were just creating their own shots necessarily. They were, guys were passing people open. Like they were, this was... A, a well oiled machine, especially the starters. It was, like I said, everything you can ask for. Good teams dominate bad teams, and that's what they did tonight. And they talked about it on the broadcast that, like, this is a team that doesn't care
0: who goes off. Yeah, they don't yeah. really care if it's Des Cambridge it's going selfless. for 20, or DJ Horn going for 20, or Frankie Collins going for 20. Like, that is the unselfishness.
1: That shows up come tournament time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Not only March Madness, but Pac-12 tournament. No, exactly. That's the thing. Like that. That's what you could tell that I, I love about this team. And I don't. You didn't really feel it last year because, like, I know it's kind of easy to point to the Bagley situation and just kind of since then he left. It Seems like the team's gotten real close. Blah blah blah. But you look at last year where Bagley was not really a part of the equation at all. Mm. You didn't feel this. No. Like, and there's a lot of the same guys, but you didn't. You didn't feel like like marion for example there's nothing against him but you didn't feel like he was out there trying to necessarily make put his, his teammates in a position to see. he was out there trying to win it seems now that the like anybody on the team you could you could put them to a lie detector test and they will honestly would rather their teammates succeed more than them yeah. especially frankie i mean he was the guy how many assists did he have tonight 11 assists tonight uh yeah a double double from him like He's a guy where it genuinely seems like the thing that makes him happiest, the way he enjoys playing basketball the most, is when he is letting his when he, when he is setting his teammates up for success. And that, like you said, that is the kind of team that is built to succeed in March, especially when it, if, especially when they face adversity. Like you look at last year's team; if they were down, you didn't. Did you ever feel like they were no. gonna, right? Like you never felt like they were going to come back. This year, if the game's closer than it should be, or they get down, I. Trust that this team is going to be able to at least fight to make it interesting. Um, And I feel like that is part of that selflessness. They just are genuinely, genuinely playing for each other. And that makes it so much more fun to watch. Yeah. I do want to get to Jacob's comment in the chat,
0: talking about the offense a little bit. Just get Dez on one side and DJ on the other and cross it over to either of them for the zone. And it works every time. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, like, we've only seen, I would say, probably in one game this season, and it's probably the Michigan game, where you get Dez and DJ, both on their game, right? I know they both had double digits tonight yeah. and they does kind of pulled back. It felt like in the second half, yeah. um, but a, a game where both of them are playing with the confidence that they play for
1: when it's, Like a solo night, right? When Uh,
0: Dez was going in that first
1: half. Yeah, the difference uh, for them, I feel like, is they, I don't feel like their confidence every phase It's just really a matter of efficiency. Like, like DJ, for example, tonight, you mentioned that he, he did score double double digits, but he was three for 11. Like, it wasn't an efficient night. And then you don't, you don't notice him in nights like that. Um, I would, I would argue he was the least noticeable of the, of the starting five, which is a high bar still because everyone scored double digits. But yeah, it's, I, I, this is, I like, I'm just, I'm almost speechless. This team just is nice me, though. It's, right? it's so nice. It's beautiful. We paid for football. We paid for football season or we paid for this with football season. We had to suffer and now we get this. And I guess also football's fun too now. So I'm not going to complain. It's a pretty good time to be a son though. Look, you're talking efficiency, right? And
0: go, just going through the, the box score here. Something that stands out to me, right? Is ASU won this game like from start to finish. It was a blowout. Yeah. They won by 24. And ASU only made five more field goals than San Diego. Yeah, like that shouldn't happen. You shouldn't beat a team this badly and only make five more field goals than them. Yeah, right. Those extra points lie from the free throw line, the threes instead of the twos. Like this team just gets it done. Yeah. And again, I going back to the
1: broadcast, like they almost play the way Bobby Hurley's energy yeah. is on the sideline. No, that, that that is another thing about this team this is. I mean, we talked like when we had DJ on the show the other day, we talked to him We talked about like the trust that Bobby has in them. And I, I feel like it is it is kind of one of those things that you know what they were talking about on the Cardinal show today in a very different context, obviously. <laughs> but like when it, regardless of kind of who you are, like when you have a leader, sometimes like that is just going to be what it is. Yeah, like, the leader, the, 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 the organization, the program, whatever is going to take on the personality of their leader. That happens to an even higher degree when those people actually rock with their leader, and there's an, a genuine vibe, and they have trust in them. They are going to all become one. And I mean, alternatively, like Bobby, I'm sure takes on the personality of his team. Like it, 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 we've seen differences in, in Bobby this year too. He he trusts this team, and they trust him, and it makes it that much more fun and that much more effective, and they they are, they are that much more efficient. And it's just it's just they play hard, and that is. What, who Bobby Hurley was as a player, who he is as a coach. Um, and I feel like this team really does take on his personality more than any team that we have seen in a while here. Yeah, that trust factor from, from coach to player is huge. From, from player
0: to player is huge, and also from PHNX to partner, it is huge That's as nice. well. Guys, you can join us at the inaugural PHNX Tea Party presented by Four Peaks at Dobson Ranch Golf Course. We're running out the entire driving range, Come hang, hang out with Big Drive Energy, the PHNX crew, and fellow diehards for a night of golf, food, drinks, contests, prizes, and more, not to mention our PHNX Suns crew is going to be hosting a watch party for the Suns versus Timberwolves. And if you know anything about the Suns right now, Devin Booker is playing out of his mind. So definitely don't want to miss that. Four Peaks is also going to be out there providing beer samples and swag. Check the link in the description to reserve your spot right now. And For our diehards, check Discord for your special link where you guys are going to save 20% on this awesome
1: event. I am very much looking forward to that. I am also most certainly... If Book keeps playing this way, I don't think I'm ever going to bet against the Suns mm-hmm. again. Because uh, last night, I thought they were dead in the water. And then D-Book went nuclear. Almost 60. Almost 60. Um, so I guess if you're a betting person, which you should be, bet on the Suns and bet on his yep. over until he gives you a, a reason otherwise. And if you are going to bet on them, bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app now. Sign up with code PHNX. Place a $5 money line bet on any NBA team to win. Which, like I said, if Book's playing this way, that team should probably be the Suns. Bet on any t- NBA team to win their game and get $150, almost as many points as Devin Booker scored last night. <laughs> $150 in free bets. If they do, that's code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Joe in the chat, a borderline quad one
0: win is on the line yeah. Wednesday. I,
1: I don't FM. think people realize how, that San Francisco is a good team. Yeah, they are. It's not going to be on an the road. easy
0: game. Yeah, and on the road, yep. So, yeah. I again, we've talked about the team not looking past opponents and just focusing on the one that they got at hand. Um, and I feel like fans can't do that as well, right? You don't look past, yeah, yeah, I know it's it's gonna be really easy these next couple of days, especially if there is a number by ASU's name, which we both expect there to be tomorrow it'll be real easy to look past San Fran to that U of A Yeah, match. but
1: there's no easier way to lose that number because it's not like they're going to be ranked 10. like They're probably going to be still at the uh, 22, yeah. 23, 24, 25 range. No easier way to lose that number than to lose games you're not supposed to lose, which San Francisco's good, but it's a team you're supposed to win. A game you're supposed to win, so yeah. definitely can't look past it.
0: Just win, baby. Just, just win. Win. Let's get to some bottle service tonight. Yeah, why not? A lot of different options. You could have probably picked about just about anybody in that starting five. But let's go with the entire start yeah why not If
1: we can pick any of them why not pick all of them I mean they were they were good The thing that, like we talked about the trust in the bench and stuff but the bench did not have a great night Luther was the only player on the bench that's that ended the game with a positive plus minus like everyone else was minus um and that's why the game was pretty close in the first half at times they they were playing a lot of the reserves but especially in the second half the starters balled out they took this game over they, Like like says they scored 76 of their 91 points. Um, and every single one of them finished with a positive plus minus. It's um, it's it, it, it was just hard to pick a, a, a someone to get bottle service because yeah. they all, like you said, DJ was probably the worst performance from a starter. And and he had ten digits. points. Yeah. He had he had scored doubles of points. So it, it's you can. I don't think you can. Depth is important, but if your starters aren't doing anything, depth doesn't mean shit. No, like so so to have to see a game like this where the starters are dominating essentially start to finish is just again very reassuring yeah it's really nice because
0: you look at last year's team or even times at this point this year yeah. you you point to games where it has been a one-man show yeah,
1: you're literally begging for more than one person yeah to start producing well, and
0: you got it yeah, this is this is like we've talked about what does this team look like when they put together their offense with their defense and we have pointed to that michigan game right we keep pushing it and that's been I believe over a month now that we've been like, this is the perfect team. Okay, now we get a, I don't want to say a new version, but an updated version of what a perfect game looks like. And you get it. Your starters play out of their mind. You get a little bit of help from your bench. You get quality minutes from your young guys. Duke Brennan, Austin Nunez, Jemaya Neal does his part. Luther Muhammad does his part. And the starters go crazy. Like, this is your perfect game, right? At home, it looked like the crowd showed up when, in reality, school's off. Like, the semester's over, there's a bunch of people probably at home, yeah. you know, like, for, it, for the holidays. Sometimes it's not
1: even so much about the number of people that are there, it's about the, the excitement they have. They even mentioned it on the broadcast, it seemed like there were people actually starting to buy it. And I noticed there was, like, ASU was, again, at, like, 20, and there was a guy on the sideline, like, jumping up and down, getting out of his seat. And it was just like, dang, there's passion there, and that that is... I'm really excited to see what that atmosphere... I know, I'm literally, like... Going against what I just yeah, said, about looking, not back, looking past, but
0: I know that environment is just well, going to be awesome.
1: Th- that's the thing for me is, like, you could point out good wins and stuff like that, but to me, every win has been a good win because it's been a different kind of win. Yeah. And I would argue that the one kind of win that they are losing is a big emotional win, which, like, you an emotion that you cannot... Recreate outside of playing your biggest rival, right? Yeah. So, like that—that that Arizona game is going to be huge because that's like the one kind of thing they beat the big name when people weren't believing in them. They—they've won close conference games. They've blown out bad teams that they're supposed to blow out. they have won tournaments. They won in a tournament, exactly. They won in a tournament style format, which was two games. But those two games were against VCU and Michigan. Those are two very good teams. Like this, this team is is doing something. I know we keep this beating a dead horse, but different than what last year's team was doing is when they would win, it felt like they were just escaping. Or they, they, it was a fluke. Like the, the UCLA game, as fun as it was, that felt like a fluke. You, yeah. That was not recreatable. This year, I genuinely – like I am not going to doubt this team. I'm not like – Arizona game, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that they should be favorites or I'm going to think that they're going to win that game. But I am not going to doubt them that they are going to make it an interesting yeah. game at the very least. There's This team has, I think, earned – they have earned mine and I think should have earned the trust of the entire Sun Devil fan base at this point because they are, are winning – in every situation.
0: And they do deserve respect Absolutely. on a national level yes. from this team. Right? Bobby Hurley literally seconds ago at the press conference quote, I think we are a top twenty five team.
1: I, I don't I don't know how you could argue otherwise to be quite I don't honest. think there's twenty five teams better than this team. I don't I don't think so either. from a pure record perspective,
0: there's technically not a better team in the conference from a record perspective. Also I, true. again, U of A, phenomenal. They are they're definitely worthy of that conference. Yeah, yes. But but you want to point to numbers? There isn't a team that is better in the conference right now.
1: Yeah, and Arizona I mean, like State. the thing—the thing the is—is thing is ASU or U of A is very well. They are like I'm not going to say they are better They're the than ASU. They are the best team in the conference. But things happen in rivalry games. If ASU splits with U of A, I don't know. Like, there is a chance that they win this. Like, have the best season or the record and the regular season in this conference again not claiming that they are better than Arizona. But if they manage to win one of those games, I am not doubt... I don't think there's anybody... I think... I, I think ASU might be the second best team in this conference. I'm not... I like I can't... UCLA is is obviously very good, and they're probably better than ASU. But ASU... The way ASU you is never playing know, right now... I, I I think that Arizona is the one team in this conference that is just on a completely different tier than ASU. Otherwise... I'm I'm taking the Sun Devils against anybody else, but we say that and look, U of A just like two weeks ago got slaughtered by Utah. Yeah. Well, and that's another thing. As as much as as easy as it is to give them credit, we also have to understand. That Utah is basically the same thing as ASU right now. They, they they're hot. To a higher degree. They, they're super hot. They've beaten a team that they had no business beating on paper. They should not have beat Arizona. They beat them. Um, they are a very similar to this ASU team. So ASU is by no means going to walk through this conference. No. Like, there are plenty of good teams in this conference. But I just... It's a team that I can't doubt like I could last year's team. And uh, that makes me feel very happy inside. (laughs) Let's talk about a couple players and then Bobby Hurley for a second.
0: Um, I know we gave bottle service the starting five, but I want to talk about Dez because this is, I feel like, the first time this season where he's put back-to-back games where he's looked like a dominant scorer. Yes, and. I think that is not only great for the fans and for the rest of the team, but for his own personal confidence, right? You get a guy transferring here, been here a couple months. He brings along his brother. But at the end of the day, like, he just wasn't shooting well. Yeah. So you go back to the other night, big win against Creighton. He put the team on his back, comes in tonight, scores 18 in the first half, finishes with 23, and he was just firing away, dude. Yeah. Like, it looked really good. This is ginormous for his confidence going into conference play. This is a perfect time for that.
1: Yeah, no, it, it is 100% the perfect time for it. Um, it it's, like, it, it's, again, it was, it's hard not to compare them to last year's team when at most you were getting two players and it was really like, okay, it's like, which one of the guards is going to be on tonight? Yeah, is Amari and or DJ? Them, right? Now it's like, again, almost anybody can go off. Uh, I think anyone in the starting five can put up 20 points on any given night, like, it it is just nice to have now another guy who is is doing what he is supposed to do because I would argue that last year, like Marion was supposed to be that, and he he did never really panned out in that way, especially for the first half of the season, and to have him doing this now early on top of everything else going well. It's not just, okay, everything else is disappearing and we're getting yeah. – uh, but now he's performing. Like he is performing on top of an 18-point performer from Warren Washington, on top of a double-double from Frankie Collins. Like this team is just super well-rounded. Um, and that – it just to have him be another tool kind of in Bobby's belt is – it just gives you so much confidence because yeah. there's plenty of teams that get to the tournament and like they have a Jimmer for Fredette carry them. And then they get to the tournament and oh, Jimmer's not playing well today. They are out in the first round of the tournament. Yeah. That, okay, shut down Frankie. He's just going he's going to get 11 assists. Shut yeah. shut down Dev. DJ is going to go stupid like he did last year in the Pac-12 tournament. Like that team just has a bunch of different ways they can kill you and that is a tournament team. Yeah. Most definitely and I don't think we can take for
0: granted Devin Cambridge and his 10 yeah. points a night, right? This is a guy that we expected to be the energizer bunny for this team. And, and make waves defensively from just his bounce, his energy, his hustle. Which he has done. But he's provided 10 exactly, points, a yeah. game that nobody really expected. expected yeah. So to get Dez scoring 15, 20 a night, and then you still get that 10 from his brother, that's how you end up with 91 points. Yeah, no, on the
1: 100%, that, that is the, the thing, is the, the unexpectedness. or The the unexpected surprises. You did not expect to be able to, and we've talked about this before, you haven't didn't expect to be able to get... Quality minutes out of a guy out of the freshman. You did not expect Dev to be a a scorer, which and like again, he's not like he's out here scoring twenty, but he's doing way more than anybody expected. Like that is, I think, kind of the difference. When you know, like I was saying, this is a first round by team. When I was saying that, it was more of like I think they could sneak into the four spot. Like I, I think there's the four. No, they're at least that they are. I think a four is a failure now. Yeah. I think <laughs> I, I would be surprised at least if they saw that far. So like. And that that, the, the, that difference came with these, un, these unexpected surprises, and Dev is one of those. Yeah,
0: that's going to be real nice when they're a top four team <laughs> in Vegas. It's going to be super sweet. It's going to be real nice when they're a top
1: four seed in the
0: tournament. And I don't think anybody deserves more credit than Bobby Hurley. Yeah. Um, because this is a man that, after last season, people were ready to call it quits mm-hmm. um, on him on his time at ASU. And all he has done is he's gone out, got a couple of transfers rebuilt this program, gotten the hype back at DFA, something that hasn't been there in a handful of seasons. And now this team yeah. is argu- arguably the best team he's ever had, right? There's still the the number three team that he had when, mm-hmm. uh, when they were undefeated, the Trey Holder, Guard U era. But this team has that potential. I know they don't have the number three by their name, right? But I covered that team. I covered the Trey Holder and the Shannon Evans and the Cody Justice, and I've covered this team. And they are two totally different teams,
1: yeah. but this team goes so much deeper than that team did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, no, they don't have a number, a number three next to their name yet, but. If they beat Arizona, and I don't want to sit here and sound like we're just being biased. Like, even on the broadcast, they said, like, no one expected this game to be as important as it's going to end up being. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, we didn't expect ASU to be this good, but they are. And, and U of A fans have to acknowledge that whether they want to or not, this is a good team. And even if if ASU or U of A comes out and blows ASU out by 20, it doesn't change the fact that this is a good team. And they have been for the other 12, well, 11 of the 12 games, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, Bobby. <laughs> he is... All the flowers to Bobby. All the man. flowers to Bobby. And I get it's different than football because it's, it's basketball and you can, a lot can change in just one year with one swing at the transfer portal. But like, it wasn't really like a rebuild process. There was never like... Last year was disappointing. But it was never like, uh, all right, like we know what this is. Like we got to give it a couple of years. You know, like... He just came in and he did what good basketball coaches now do and take, took, took advantage of the transfer portal. And got himself these five players, I think, right? The Cambridge brothers, Warren, Frankie. Um, so four players, I guess. Like they, like these four guys are, are legitimate difference makers. Um, and that started with Bobby. And then just on the court, we, we've we hammered it home. Just the trust he has in them. It has allowed them to play their game in a free way and a way that makes it more fun. It's more fun to watch ASU basketball even when ASU basketball was playing good last year, it is still more fun this year because they're doing things that they didn't last year because of the transfers that Bobby brought here and the trust that he has in everybody. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't think he gets enough credit. No, and he probably will never get enough credit um, until he wins Coach of the Year this year. Count it. Um, but I, I we will certainly give him his credit because he is. It, this starts and ends with Bobby. Yeah, if Bobby's not on, then it doesn't matter what the rest of this team is doing. All the
0: flowers to Bobby Hurley, also all the flowers to More Furniture. Guys, they're giving you some extra time on their holiday clearance event. It's happening right now, More Furniture, and you guys can save up to 50% off, guys. Go to morefurniture.com, check them out. That's where you're going to get all your comfortable chairs, recliners, and all the good stuff. Maybe you can find maybe some potential gifts for the holidays for family, friends, literally anybody um. yeah, check them out, morefurniture.com. Again, 50% off on their holiday clearance um, event.
1: I know I said that I'm, well, I was happy that football was over because we don't have to deal with that. But the one thing I do miss about it is sitting in the more furniture with like double fisting burrito express burritos, like chorizo in this hand, breakfast supreme in this hand. Because, um, you know, they close at three. So we haven't been able to, can't eat them during a basketball game like we were able to during the football games. I missed yeah. it a little bit. I really want Burrito Express tomorrow. Because Burrito Memorial Express City. is... Again, sorry to bring them back up. I know you're probably tired of hearing them talk, but the streets have been talking. And they have said, A, that I am Sean Stradamus. That was the streets, not me. I know Toastradamus doesn't like to hear it because he was Toastradamus. He got that total removed from him. Sean Stradamus now. And the streets are saying that Burrito Express are the best burritos in the solar system. Um, check them out. Get a Breakfast Supreme. That's the... Is that, that's the best burrito they have, right?
0: Which I would say bar. so, but I don't like... I. Well, I can't do cheese. That's true. So
1: I always just get extra bacon. The chorizo is crazy too, though. The tr- it, there's They don't miss. They have a green chili one too that I haven't tried. I haven't tried, tried that and either. And really, I don't even really mess with the, the the lunch ones, and those are crazy too. Yeah, now I haven't even touched the up. lunch one yet either. Now you got me worked up. <laughs> if you want to get worked up like me, head to Burrito Express. Bunch of value locations. Best burritos in the valley. Burrito, at Burrito EXP on Twitter. Thank Follow you. him. And uh, great content, even better food. You brought up football. I did bring up football. We're
0: going to talk a lot of football tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And we have a guest that we're going to show you guys on social at the end of the evening. Um, also going to have some potentially interesting news as it relates to ASU football at the end of the show. Sean doesn't oh. even know what it is. Oh, boy. Oh. Literally, literally getting texts from people now about it. So Ooh. very, very interesting. We're on, we're on the... The Shefty work I here.
1: genuinely don't know what's going on. I, I'm nervously excited. <laughs> um,
0: there may or may not have been a quarterback visit Arizona State this weekend.
1: So we'll get into who that was at the end of the show. Just teasing that a little bit. Did he play in the ACC and is he Polynesian? <laughs> You'll have to find out at the end oh, of the show. Oh, <laughs> I'm
0: excited.
1: <laughs> Let's get into the aftertaste
0: of this game, though. Nothing sus, because it was a good win. Let's talk about what this
1: sweet, sweet Whoa. victory Tasted like Sean. Um, it tasted like orange cream soda. Ooh, some I haven't had in a while. I haven't, you know, had a, like one of these. Just ASU just absolutely fucking destroying a bad basketball team. It's been a minute, <laughs> but I I I've never forgotten how much I love it. And it 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 was also you know it's the, like, sometimes you hype things up in your mind and yep. they aren't as good as they are as you thought they were going to be. This was just as good as I remembered it being. This yeah. was enjoyable from, uh, from down until the last drop. I, I enjoyed this. So, yeah. Orange cream soda. So, so slept on. Just like as it so you guys. cream soda, soda in general is slept crazy. On. Yeah. But orange like, the, it gets that orange cream school flavor. Shout out OGs. Orange cream school flavor. That shit is. Mm, I'm going to go get me some. Orange
0: this. Like. That's why this, I love Cracker um, Barrel. Well, you love Cracker Barrel? Yeah, they
1: got orange cream soda there. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Um, this for me tastes like. You are, okay, let, let's paint a picture oh here. Boy. You're 10 years old. Oh. Okay. You're in a drive-thru with your mom. Yes. And she lets you pick where you want to go. Okay. You're like, You're I right. want to go
1: to McDonald's. So okay. you weren't already in a drive-thru.
0: I wasn't already in a drive Did I say I was already in a drive You said
1: you were in a drive-thru.
0: Okay. Well, okay. we are now in the McDonald's. You're in the
1: Arby's drive-thru, and your mom's like, where do you want to go? And you like say McDonald's, McDonald's. And she's so like, like, well, God damn it, out. old Jimmy. Yes. Joe,
0: <laughs> we'll get into that later, man. Um, Yes. You're in the drive-thru at McDonald's. You get a little bit of a what's the little fucking happy meals. You get a happy oh, meal. Oh, yes. With a little bit of a toy. And your meal's average. It's whatever, because
1: it's McDonald's. But the best part is that high C. Dude, I had some last night. That you did you really? I, I legitimately <laughs> had some last night. I was talking to I was talking to Charles about it because I was stre- I was streaming on Twitch. Follow me. At Sean underscore to pause on Twitter. I tweet out when I go live if you want to come hang. I was hanging out with Charles Woodall-Pike and kind of former ASU wide receiver, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson, He was Love in the it. chat at one point last night. Um, but I was literally talking to him about it. He said, I haven't had it in a minute, but it, that, that shit is, amazing. I, it was is like, amazing. I have it right now. That shit is amazing. High does C a, goes crazy. Uh, it does go crazy. It's a great choice. Have you seen now? I have seen now. We'll get into it after. I'm, we'll I'm g- less excited. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Yeah. We'll get into that. I've he got, a lot, got a lot not of thoughts. I have got a lot of thoughts. He has
0: played against a lot of yes, ACC has, opponents. Yes. Yes. Um, let's get to the Bobby board. Yeah. Best part of the show. Um, Eleven and one now. This one we got a
1: stern Bobby. Yeah. This was this was from tonight. I don't know why he was so serious. Um, but go off Bobby, I guess. But yeah, another, that is such a beautiful graph. I did not expect to have as many bobbies at all. We're now three wins away from their total of all last season. Nah, like if you would have told me about this, because I know we, we didn't start it right at the beginning of the season, so it was a little skewed. But if you had told me if we were doing this at the beginning of the season, I would not have thought we'd have this like the Michigan one. Well uh No, I would have thought they would have lost two, I think. At least. At least, two or three. right? Yeah. Cause they I would have thought they would have lost to Michigan and Creighton, and then they probably would have lost one of those conference games. But I guess we'll never know. It's going to be only won one. I only lost one. When conference
0: play comes around, man, I'm interested to see how this board looks because obviously conference play is so different than non-conference play.
1: Yeah. Um, but the thing about how the schedule is set up is there's a chance for them to go on a little bit of a run. Like, it's like just assume that you they don't, they're not able to beat a U of A or a UCLA. Even if they can't beat USC, they got a Washington, Washington State, Oregon State, Oregon, Stanford, Cal, Colorado stretch yeah. of all games where they'll be favorites. I, I, w- I will say, though, they make that up by the, the difficulty <laughs> and at the, the end of the last four games, they could lose the last that four. That is a very <laughs> tough,
0: tough stretch going into the Pac-12 tournament. However, I will argue the same way that I've argued in a lot of different postgame shows that like you want to play the best teams yeah, come I mean, tournament time. Yeah. You want to know where you stand. The best way to get a, an idea and the best way for Bobby Hurley to get an idea of where his team stands at is by playing the Utah, U of A, yeah. UCLA, USC game right before the tournament because yeah. odds are you're going to see those teams in the tournament. Yeah, you're going to see
1: one of them. I will. I those four are the outside. of All those five, ASU, and those four are the five teams that will be competing for those top four spots. Yeah, most likely. And throw Colorado if you want in there. That's their last five. They've games. They've had some big games too. That's their last five games. So it'll be very interesting to see how just from a standings perspective, there's going to be a lot of shuffling. I feel like in those, that last uh, set of the last five games. Very intrigued. Yeah. It's definitely an exciting time to be an ASU
0: basketball fan. It is also an exciting time for us here at PHNX because you guys can go become diehards. You guys are going to get a free shirt or hat every single year. You guys have access to our premium diehard level content and 20% off merch and events. Guys, it is a
1: blast being a diehard. We saw, saw a sneak peek of the membership cards. Oh, they do kind of go crazy, man. They is, do kind of go like crazy. This isn't like your voter ID card where it's like a little piece of paper or nah. something like that. There's like shininess This is like, this this on is it. like Willy Wonka-esque like, Chocolate Factory it is, it golden is a very Willy Wonka-esque, actually. Yeah, that's a good call. Very Willy Wonka-esque. Become a diehard. Become a
0: diehard today. Check out gophnx.com slash diehard to join the fam. Now we're going to give you guys a little bit of an extra discussion today because some interesting quarterback news. Mm. Um, Former Notre Dame quarterback, Drew Pine, Decided he was going to take a visit to like Arizona it. State this weekend. I
1: don't
0: like um, it. Any thoughts before I give mine?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm not going to have any, like, I don't know his game or anything, but keep me. I wouldn't touch a Notre Dame quarterback with a 10 foot pole. Keep me away. Keep him away. You don't no, want him? No, thank Why you. Why not? Because then Notre DJ Dame was will good this year. In. They had themselves uh, a decent season. Bad season by Notre Dame standards. Considering they lost their starting quarterback and uh, a t- handful of defenders fair to be a top 25 just, team. Just, uh, how old were you the last time a Notre Dame quarterback won an NFL game? Which I know this isn't okay. NFL, but okay. I'm just saying. Keep that's a keep, it's a low blow. It's a fact also. It is a fact. It is a fact. Just keep him away from me. I want someone that's a little more... I mean, I'll let you talk because I don't know a whole lot. I don't know anything about this game. So, so what are your thoughts? How do you think he would fit in here? It is interesting because when I picture a Kenny Dillingham quarterback,
0: it is usually a guy that is more of a
1: dual-threat guy. Okay. Now, I was going to say, I didn't know anything about him. I was making a little bit of assumption he wasn't... He's not... A Bo Nicks. He is not as athletic as Bo Nicks. Okay. However, I would argue
0: that he is more athletic than Trenton Borgay. Okay. Uh, from those standards. So this is a guy, he played at Notre Dame. He, I was kind of surprised that he entered the portal, simply because this is a guy that has sat behind a handful of guys, right? He sat behind uh, Ian Book. He sat behind... Jack Cohn, he sat behind Tyler Buckner, and then Buckner got hurt, and he came in last year. Um, so I was I was pretty surprised that he entered the portal, obviously not playing in their bowl game um, this season, but he is the definition of a game manager, right? He is, in my eyes, a little bit more of an athletic Trenton Borgay. He doesn't have a cannon for an arm, but he can get the ball into places that maybe some guys on the roster can't quite yet. Okay. Um, it wouldn't hurt to add him. Yeah. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a guy that has played the Ohio State. He yeah. has played the Clemson. The he Syracuse. was the quarterback. He was the quarterback when they beat Clemson and dominated Clemson. Mind you, they ran the football ridiculously. Yeah. Um, but that's what, like Kenny's offense thrives on. Right, is yeah. being able to run the football with a guy at quarterback that can get it done when he needs when he needs to. This doesn't necessarily surprise me that he took a visit to ASU because I do see how it could make sense for him. I'm more on the side of I don't know how much sense it makes for ASU cuz I feel like he's just a little bit of an upgrade from from Trenton but like not all that much. Yeah. Um but it'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting cuz I don't think Arizona State's the only team that would take a
1: look at him. Um but you never know. I'm just interested to see if this is the beginning or if this is just like if this is just the beginning of the quarterbacks coming. Because what this does show is that there are people that want to come here. Well, not just that. They're still looking. Yeah. Like, yeah, like we, I, we had talked a little bit about whether or not, like, they were done at quarterback, whether or not Conover was going to be that guy, super gay, blah, blah, blah. They're still clearly at least entertaining the possibility of adding another quarterback. Yeah. Um, So, it could go a lot of different directions. It could go, this guy could go DJ Uyunglele. Um Shout then, out your pronunciation. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, um, but I, I, I need to be more confident because I feel like I get it right every time, but I never believe in myself. Um, it could be a Caden Slov. Uh, Slovis, yeah, Kent Kendon. Kate, Kendon. I think it's Caden Slovis, right? Okay, I was, I couldn't, I was, cause for some reason, I couldn't, I couldn't picture the first N, but I was like, no way it's Caden Slovis, is it?" <laughs> I don't know. Um, and, but it could go a lot of different directions. So it's just, it's nice because I was not necessarily comfortable with the idea that the quarterback was on the roster. Yeah. Um, if it, if he, if the quarterback is on the roster, like it, it could be okay still. I just want them to at least explore. The other quarterbacks that are out there, so that, that's a good sign. Even if this is not the guy,
0: Joe bringing up a lot of things in the chat that I want to get to, and we're going to get to them all tomorrow. Talking about Badger, the next BE ambassador. We got stuff because he was at a game with Daniel and Gada, and Gada was talking about how Elijah's the future. Um, Joe talking about the the shots I was taking from CU fans yesterday. Yeah. We're going to get on that tomorrow because I'm not going to let them just <laughs> just do that. We're gonna we're gonna keep like, I mean, hating. I don't want It's not hating. This is, I'm just asking for a little proven success at a high level a fair, that hasn't been given. A fair request. So we'll get in that tomorrow as well. Um, and Joe also brings up Scadabo, ride or die, because of that funny little play that he had, uh, oh, yeah. the double pass. I mean, he's on post the – quarterback is on the roster. Maybe well, him. we're going to be talking to Cameron Scadabo tomorrow. Oh, hey. He's going to be on the show yeah. tomorrow. 2 p.m., guys, join us because it's going to be an absolute – Blast, Joe. to ask I him expect what there is to, you, to do in you Sacramento. You do. Nothing. There's nothing. That's right. My family's that's from Sacramento. What I expect the answer the to only be. thing to do in Sacramento is enter the transfer pool. That's the <laughs> and only the thing. Kings
1: game, which is <laughs> just stay home.
0: Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Guys, that's going to do it for us tonight again. ASU moving to 11-1 and on the season after a 24-point victory over San Diego. If you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Toetree. And you can follow Shane at Shane and You can follow Sean Deposit Sean underscore DePause. Just happy to be here as always. We will see you Monday at 2 p.m. But for now, peace.